It's Monday, November 19th, 2018. Welcome to We Live on a Planet. This is episode 290. <laughs> what the heck? Turn off that echo. How are you doing? Whew. We had the echo going here this morning. We were just uh, all riled up on this Monday morning. Gentle hum of the heat in the background because it's cold in the studios this morning. But it's not that cold here in upstate New York. It doesn't feel like it to me compared to the way it was uh, when I last talked to you. We had that heavy storm come in. The snow's almost all gone. It's about 34 degrees here Fahrenheit this morning in upstate New York, right on the lake shores of Lake Ontario. Feels like it's 29. High is going to be about 38 degrees today. We just heard uh, Heavy Action by Johnny Pearsons. That was produced in 1970, the year I was born. Crazy. Winds are out of the south-southwest, six miles per hour. Thanks for joining me. I'm glad that you're here. We have a good show for you, so stick around. When we come back, we'll jump right into our positive quote. I'll be back. I hope you come back, too. A goal is not always meant to be reached. It often serves simply as something to aim at. Bruce Lee. Yeah, that was our positive quote with a little sound effects. I'm on the upswing. Feels pretty good. I'm glad that the heat has turned off in the studios too. That little gentle white noise. I can hear it pick up on the microphone and I'm glad when it's gone because I'm always like, oh, I know you can hear that. Maybe you don't mind it though. Maybe it's not as loud as what it seems. Remember what Bruce Lee just said though. A goal is not always meant to be reached. It often simply serves as something to aim at. As long as you're setting something to aim at. I feel pretty good. If you've been joining me a lot lately, thank you. And I was on the downswing. And Have you ever seen that commercial for Vraylar? It's for bipolar depression. That's what I take is Vraylar. And they show like people doing a thousand things at once. And uh, on a house of cards and stacked up and trying to manage. That's how a lot of times it is. They don't show the depressive side. But right now I feel, I just, I don't know, it's early here in upstate New York. But I've done a bunch of stuff and feeling pretty good. I'd much rather be in this type of feeling than when I'm in that depressive, self-conscious, anxiety-ridden shell of myself. I like coming out and having a lot of confidence and being able to talk to you guys and I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to going and seeing my doctor and having my my meds managed. Makes a big difference. It's not a magic bullet. It's not a magic pull, pill, uh, pill or cure or anything, but it does help. I have to remember that and stay on my meds. I just I hate taking them. I, oh, it's terrible. It's one of those things that you just I don't know. I have to give into it and realize that. You know, I need it. And my doctor said that to me. He goes, you know, you've heard this a thousand times because you've been down this road and you need to stay on them. And I will stay on them and I'll end up doing fine for a while and then just feel, I don't know. Can't, Can't explain it. You know, speaking of drugs, since we were just talking about Raylar and what I'm taking, I typed into I'm Feeling Curious into Google this morning and Let's get right into uh, what our little Google fact is this morning. What tree bark does aspirin come from? Did you know that aspirin came from tree bark? I didn't. 
Well, if the FDA ever decides, excuse me, I had to clear my throat. You know what it probably is, is uh, I ran out of creamer this morning for coffee and I have eggnog because tis the season and I added eggnog to my coffee. You can do that. I, was a, I wasn't sure if you could do that. I was like, am I going to end up with scrambled eggs in my coffee because it's hot and eggnog is made with egg and it works good, but it's really thick and I think I just had that. <clears throat> So excuse me. All right. Where was I? Where were we? Oh, we were talking about aspirin. If the FDA ever decides to pull aspirin from the shelves, you don't have to go to a store and get more of it. You don't have to run out and get it because you just have to take a little trek into the woods because early incarnations of the compound were made by boiling the bark of the white willow tree. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? I did not know that. Learn something new every day when you tune into We Live on a Planet. And uh, we also have some phone calls. I love taking phone calls from you guys. It's easy to get a hold of me here if you want to be part of the show. Anchor app, you know how to do it. If you're using the Anchor app, it's easy. If you are listening through another podcast provider and it's your first time stopping over to the show, thank you and welcome. You can head on over to my website, WLOAP.com. And from there, you can find my contact page and hit me up with a Gmail or a phone call. Send me a voicemail and be a part of the show if you'd like. Speaking of being part of the show, I'm really excited about my up, some of my upcoming shows that I have. I was able to nail down an interview with the writer of Camp Colebrook, the new movie coming out that I've talked to you about here on my podcast more than once. And uh, yeah, I was able to to get that interview. I am excited about it. I feel humbled and just, it will be neat to be able to talk to a writer of a movie that is coming out here in Hollywood. Camp Colebrook is the name of it. Probably right after Thanksgiving time, I'm going to do that interview with the, Alex Carl is the writer's name. You can check Alex out, Google him, and find out information about him. And we'll find out all about Camp Colebrook and his inspirations for the movie, how long he took to write it, all kinds of stuff. I'm not even sure everything I want to ask him, but I'm excited about doing it. And I'm excited for the premiere of the movie to come out. It's getting really good reviews. And then I have some of you guys out there as well that would like to be a part of the show, which would be fun. I have a Spidey Hack from Spidey Hack Voiceover Podcast is interested in doing, you know, something together, which will be fun. And we're not sure what we're going to talk about yet. And I also have, uh, well, a couple other people. We'll hear from them today, maybe. So stick around. We'll get to our phone calls when we come back. And then um, maybe we'll head on over to the History Channel's website, too. Maybe we'll do that first. Let's head on over to the History Channel's website. And then when we come back, we'll take some phone calls from you guys. All right, stick around. Welcome back. How you doing? Welcome back. All right, let's head on over to the History Channel's website and find out what happened on this day of history. It's fun to get a wrinkle on our brain. It's always good to learn a little bit of something. Did you go check out HQ Trivia, that app I was telling you about? 
I uh, played the other day. The prize was up to $5,000. I think I had like seven or eight I was up to, and then I got one wrong. So I was like, ugh, frustrated. But it was fun. Never know. I do this online um, survey thing that I've been actually a member of since 2016. It's called E-Rewards. And you take surveys that sometimes are only like three minutes Sometimes they're five minutes and you take them online. I do it right on my phone. And it's like health, wellness, snacks, technology, that kind of crap. And you take it and when you're done, you get credited to your account, these rewards. And then you can go to the reward center and get them from anywhere from like Omaha Steaks to... I don't know, some kind of handbags. My wife knew the name of the handbags one day, but I do mine for uh, GameStop, and you can get power-up rewards. And the rewards points you put right on your GameStop card, and then it becomes like money. So for just some downtime, we always have your phone in your hand anyways, and if there's ever a time maybe you're in the doctor's office waiting for something or you're on the bus waiting... Check out e-rewards. You might as well because you can get paid to take surveys. And the other day I took a survey and uh, it was $7.50 that I was credited to take this, I don't know, 15 minute long survey. Some people aren't comfortable without giving, with, about giving out their information though. I, I feel like we're living in the age of technology. Everybody knows who I am anyways. I'm not that important to where anybody's going to want to steal any of my stuff or my identity and you're not going to get anything anyways if you want to steal my identity i don't have anything to offer really money wise my personality is something but <laughs> i don't know i figured taking these little surveys it's something i every once in a while i'll do it and then i'll forget about it and tuck it away for six to seven months and won't open the app again and then i'll open it up again and it's usually when i'm in a mania and I feel like I can do a billion things at once. And I'm like, ooh, let me take these surveys while I'm doing 10 other things. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Man, that eggnog. What is eggnog? Anyways, I know what the hell egg is, but what's nog? All right. That's, we're way off topic. Let's get back on to topic. On November 19th, 1863. If you're a history buff, you already know 1863, what was going on in America at that time. It was the American Civil War. Civil War. At the dedication of a military cemetery at Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, during the American Civil War, President Abraham Lincoln delivers one of the most memorable speeches in American history. In just 272 words, Lincoln brilliantly and movingly rendered a war-weary public why the Union had to fight and win the Civil War. Yeah, he is. Today's date, he delivered the Gettysburg Address. Gettysburg was sad just a bloody bloody battle here in the american civil war over 45,000 men were killed or injured or captured or even went missing during that battle just absolutely horrific hard to wrap your brain around those type of numbers it's like cold harbor virginia check that out too how many men we lost in less than 30 minutes just remarkable Okay, uh, let's scroll and try to find out something that is not so depressing of the Civil War and see if there's anything that jumps out on the History Channel's website. Oh, here's something that's kind of neat. 
It's under general interest. 1969, Pele, that famous soccer player, he scores his 1,000, one, I can't say it, 1,000th, 1,000th goal. Holy cow. Goal! 1,000. Dang it. That's a lot. What else do we have? Anything else that's kind of interesting? Doesn't really look like it. We have in 1831, James A. Garfield is born. President Garfield. Everybody remembers him, of course. Man, that's so long ago. Where will we be in how many other years of things? And I think, you know, here it is, 1831, and President Garfield, and I'm thinking of what it was like for him at the White House compared to the way the White House is now and the technology that we have. What is this? Oh, hey. This is, I forgot about this. Music. In 2003, an arrest warrant is issued for Michael Jackson. Holy snikes, I forgot about that. Rumors had swirled around Michael Jackson since the first public allegations of sexual misconduct with a minor child when they were first aired amidst a 1993 civil lawsuit, which eventually was settled out of court. A decade later, this was that arrest warrant man i forgot about that oh here's one that's fitting because a lot of times i feel like i've flown over the cuckoo's nest hollywood 1975 one flew over the cuckoo's nest debuts that is a good movie i never read the book i hear the book's really good but the, the movie was really really good and it it was kind of similar to that you know i i talked earlier about taking meds and i said how i i hate taking them and I hate more when I allow my, when I don't take care of myself. So it's my bad. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, it's my fault if I don't take it. I really know. But what's happened, happened lately being out here on the podcast, I, I'm learning to come to grips and to acknowledge and own my mental health issues because I, I'm embarrassed by them. I'm ashamed by them. And I'm trying not to be embarrassed. I'm trying not to be ashamed. I'm trying to educate myself. I'm trying to educate others about knowing that it's okay. Don't be afraid of it. Don't be embarrassed by it. And I'm shamed a lot. And I feel broken by it. And so I I, I just keep it. That's why I don't take meds or something. Because I just I uh, will deny it, I guess. I'll, I'll be like, I am not. And then every once in a while I realize I am because just reading this about one flew over the cuckoo's nest reminds me of my stints in psychiatric wards, which I don't talk about, you know, and here I am talking on my podcast to you and who knows who's listening. Maybe that's what makes it easier because I don't know because I'm always afraid to be judged by people that actually know me, my friends or family members that are real close to me. There's things I just, I'm just ashamed and I don't all of a sudden say to my friends or family members, oh, that reminds me of the time I was in the psych ward. Who talks about that? Nobody does. But I can remember more than once being on a psych ward and feeling like I was in that movie, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And then also where you're feeling like, I, I don't think I am crazy. And what is crazy anyways? You know, what definition is really crazy? But I always have been one of those kind of guys that, tries to compare myself with others. I think we all do that, but I would look and say, I'm not like that person, so I shouldn't be here. 
And I remember one of my counselors just saying, you know, what makes you any more special than anybody else? I'm like, I don't know, but I, I'm not talking to a biscuit. You know, I didn't just throw this biscuit down on the floor and start having a conversation with it. And I saw that happen. And she's like, yeah, but look where you are because of the things that, you know, does that sound normal? Have you done normal things? And I'm like, no. So, all right, everybody's a little different in their craziness. And mine just happened to be where I wasn't talking to biscuits, but I did a lot of crazy things. Luckily, I was never arrested for, well, I take that back. I have been arrested, but that was because I was drunk. But I have never had any um, arrest because of my manic behavior, which I've come close. But I was arrested before. I'll have to tell you that story sometime, which was such I still I beside myself about that arrest and it was nothing major it was really stupid really really stupid all right let's uh let's take some phone calls from you guys I got some calls come on back we'll get right to them Hey there, we live on a planet. Greg Dixon here. Long time, haven't been around. Resurfacing to get back here on Anchor. And uh, I loved that conversation with your Turkish friends. So, um, love to have a conversation about Anchor and social media, your experience with it, and kind of what you're experiencing. I was a version one uh, member and uh, been away for a while, but um, we're relaunching our business and um been spent the last year and a half doing research and writing and uh, building our our models to help people anyways would love to chat with you it's greg dixon life origami podcast and uh good to hear your voice man and yeah we live on a planet it's much bigger than what we realize thanks greg i appreciate it that's greg dixon from life origami He's talking about episode 288, where I talked with my friend Tamar, who lives in Turkey. And that was a nice conversation. And I had uh, asked you guys out there if you wanted to be a part of the show to contact me. And it's nice to have some of you that are interested. And Greg, we'll have to uh, we'll have to put something together. And right now it's busy. Definitely the holiday time are busy. And um, I will work around all of your schedules the best I can. So if you want to be a part of the show, let me know. And Greg, I left you a message, and uh, so when it's good for you too, let's um, get a show together. That would be fun. Check out Life Origami anywhere podcasts can be found, and see what uh, Greg's up to. Stick around; we have another phone call. We'll be right back. Line one. Good morning, Patrick. How are you? I was listening to you wrap your house, and it made me think of what I used to use in Iowa. And um, at Walmart, you can go get this stuff. It's a vinyl plastic. It's in a roll. And it's really thick. It's like, I don't know, really thick. (laughs) Um, But it's clear, and you can see through it. And it's like looking through a waterbed mattress. I mean, it's that thick. It's almost like a rubber-type stuff. It's really cool. It's like 6 or $7 a roll, or it was back then, anyways. But it was enough to do like three big windows. But maybe next year, <laughs> since you already have your patio wrapped, 
maybe next year you could use that. It's really good stuff, and it don't make that crinkling sound like the tarp does. And it might even be easier to work with than saran wrap. So, I don't know, just food for thought. <laughs> you made me think of it, so it's your fault. <laughs> Have a good day, my friend. Welcome back. Thank you, Tammy. Tammy from Awesome Sauce Radio. Go check out Awesome Sauce Radio anywhere podcasts can be found. Last episode I had, I was talking a little bit about um, plastic wrap and wrapping up my porch. And you have that idea about that vinyl plastic. I don't think it would fit for me how I have to do it on my porch. So I have a certain gap between where the one post is and then my house. And it's just perfect enough to get a 200-yard saran wrap roll through there. And it worked out perfect. But you're bringing up waterbeds. Holy cow, what a memory, huh? Sadly, there's people out there that are like, uh, I don't know what type of material you mean, Tammy, because I've never seen a waterbed. I, I don't even know if people have waterbeds anymore. I remember when they were the rage. When they first came out, though, they were, you'd get seasick on them. Then they have waveless and semi-waveless. Uh, it brings back a memory. I remember one of my friends uh, back in the day, him and I just partying hard and not wanting to go home to his house. So we went to his brother's house and his brother wasn't home. And so we decided, well, we're going to break into his house, not break in, just nobody locked their doors where I lived out in the country. So we're going to go in the back door and go camp out at his house while his brother's at work. And we went back in to go jump in the bed to go to pass out. And, uh, his heat, his water bed, the heater broke. But we were like, screw it. We're just laying on it. But I'll tell you what, I'd never been so sick when I woke up. I was like hypothermic because the bed was so cold. You had to have heaters in those water beds. Thanks, Tammy, for making me remember about water beds. Stick around. We got another phone call. Line one. We'll be right back. What's going on, Patrick? Happy Friday. Don't have much to say about cars because I can't actually drive. But um, I wanted to chime in on sound systems a little bit. For me, the go-to sound system, and this is because of my dad's 2008 Toyota Sienna van, I'm a big fan of JBL. They've got a clean, crisp, and clear, balanced sound. And there's just something about JBL that I've always appreciated. The Beatles use JBL. In the studio, from what I've read. If that tells you anything, that's another bonus. Um, but JBL is a great sound system brand. I have sound bars. I have a pair of headphones. I'm a JBL guy. I don't know if you've ever heard of the brand, but I wouldn't be surprised if you already know. All right, have a great Friday, dude. Be well. Hey, thanks for coming back. Thank you, Peter. That's Peter McHugh. And for calling in, a couple past episodes ago, I talked about my first car and my first radio and sound system, and if you remembered it, and how far technology has come, and how back in the day those were really important, and to have a good sound system, you had to upgrade, but nowadays the vehicles, they come out really nice, because you're, you're telling us how your, your pops has a nice Toyota that has the JBL sound system in it, and JBL is a good sound system. And, uh, you know, obviously the Beatles used it. So, like you said, it can't be wrong. I have a pair of Panasonic headphones that I use that my oldest daughter got me for, what was it, Father's Day, I think. 
and they work really good. I'm kind of out of the loop of top brand names now. You know, I know Bose and Panasonic and JBL. But a lot of things, I feel like that about a lot of things. I used to be the real hip guy that knew all the pop songs and I knew who the artist was. And now I'm kind of like, I don't know who that is. I don't listen to the radio. Radio has changed. Radio has changed. You have the ability to have Apple and have whatever song you want and listen to whatever you want. And when I'm in my car, I listen to NPR. I don't listen to the pop radio. And back in the day, though, I knew. Didn't mean I had to like it, but I knew who the artists were. And the artists nowadays, I don't really, I have no clue who they are. It reminds me of a story of uh, my daughter's. When my oldest daughter was um, in the Air Force, she was at an NFL game. And you know how they put out the big uh, the American flag on the field? The troops do that. Well, she was at one of the games, a San Francisco game, and she was on the field bringing out the flag. And uh, the halftime person, or somebody that was there, was the rapper 2 Chains. And Bethany had no idea who 2 Chains was, and my daughter, Abby, did. And she's like, oh, my God, you saw 2 Chains? And Bethany was like, yeah, I didn't know who 2 Chains was. I had no idea. And they're not even that different of age. It's funny. Their age right now uh, is going to – right now, Abby's 23, and my oldest is going to be 32 in December. So they'll be the swapped opposite. But, yeah, it's funny how how you, you can sometimes just not feel so hip of not knowing. I wouldn't know who 2 Chains was if he walked by me either. So, All right. Well, <laughs> boy, we are all over today. I just, I'm happy and excited to come out and talk to you guys. And I feel a lot better than how I've felt. And so I just, uh, I'm rambling a little bit. We've got another phone call. We got one more phone call to end off the show. And um, then we'll wrap it up. So stick around. Let's take another phone call. Line one. Patrick, what's going on, buddy? Love that echo. Your echo actually sounds better than my echo. <laughs> I need to get your echo. But yeah, man, thanks for stopping by and checking me out, man. You know how it is. Much love, peace, and excellence from the Spidey Heck voiceover show to We Live on a Planet. You know how it goes. We do it. We do it right. Oh, yeah. Hey, welcome back. Thank you. That's Spidey Heck from Spidey Heck's voiceover show. I was talking about um, how him and I are going to try to do a an episode and we're not sure really what we're going to talk about yet but we're going to try to get a topic something not an interview we don't we don't really want to interview each other we just kind of want to get a topic and talk about that i also have uh jason b from good vibes that would like to do something too so that would be good all right well thank you i appreciate the phone calls from you guys i appreciate the time that you took out of your day to come on over and listen to We Live on a Planet, to give me a call. And uh, it's great. I, I really do appreciate it. I'm glad you like that echo, Spidey. We started off the show with an echo, so maybe we'll end it. Thanks again. Thanks again. I, appreciate I appreciate your time. Your time. Hey, do your best, do your best to stay curious, curious and not judgmental, judgmental today. today. The best, the best you, can. you can. I'll talk I'll to talk you again, again real soon. Real soon. Peace. Peace.